0: welcome on into episode 184 uh we're going into week four of the nfl season Boya, how was your week three
1: um you know that saying of like third times the charm remember you know that saying it's the most yeah it's a really yeah. Famous. yeah none of that ever applied to me this week okay. it was very you know what actually let me rephrase that i actually had a really good week i just played the wrong team that's true Okay, I did. I made some good roster moves, and I was ready to go for it. And I was, uh, I was the second most high-scoring team in the league, and I still lost. Because guess what? Yep, I played the number one high-scoring yep. team. You know, well, just, they had moster. They had most hurt, so that's the reason why. If they didn't, I would have won. But yeah. other than that, I did lose. If you guys are new to the show. I lost the last two weeks also, so that Wea's means— Weah's had a rough start this season. I'm 0-3, yeah, yeah. I'm the Vikings right now. I've had a rough start of the so season. So
0: Weah is currently on the trade block for uh, podcast hosts? I am.
1: Wait, what? You're um, trading me away?
0: Yeah, you're 0-3. <laughs> I'm 3-0.
1: Bro, that that's heartbreaking, but you know what? It's okay. And I, I did beat you. I, I will so. be traded, and I will become the next uh, Matthew Stafford and just bring the team to the Super Bowl next <laughs> And then just become bad again.
0: Just become bad again. Yeah,
1: but I, I got I got a ring. I got a ring. Uh, there you go. There you go. Uh, but yeah, I am zero and three. Unfortunately, so and Jagger actually is the opposite end of me.
0: I'm three and zero, and <laughs> I am the uh, in first place.
1: You know what? That's not right. Okay, this is a co-host podcast. <laughs> all right, and these listeners just knew our record. Right, so are they gonna listen to an zero and three guy? Or are they gonna listen to a three and zero guy? No, you know what mean? Uh, apparently, so I'm,
0: you know, I'm, I shouldn't even be on the show for today. Exactly. That's why I said you're on the trade block. Yeah, definitely. we're uh, yeah, 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 we're sure. looking for your replacement. Um,
1: so yeah, so welcome on into episode one eighty four. Uh, like Jagger said, if you guys are new to the show, as you can tell from the intro, we are not professionals at this at all.
0: We're just here to talk about. Oh, we're face. aiming to be. That's why uh, way is on the trade block. Yeah, yeah, that's why. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, so
1: we're not professionals at this.
0: We're here to give
1: you guys. Oh, Jagger actually is here to give you fantasy advice. Talk about you know football in general and just have fun with you guys, entertain and um, going into week four. So,
0: yeah. Uh, just ignore last week's fantasy advice. It wasn't that good.
1: Uh, no. Okay, look, it was actually pretty good. Uh, we had some hit and misses, like a lot of people do. Um, but it was still a very entertaining show, and we talked about
0: our reaction from week two. Okay, so doesn't mean don't listen to it. No, I'm not saying don't listen to it, just uh, disregard. But our,
1: our, our, would, whoa, I just stuttered. I will admit that our touch of the week from last week was very low, it was very bad.
0: No, was... I think mine, uh, let me do a quick check in here. Mine, besides my running back, I think, were actually pretty solid.
1: Oh, okay. Then me, on the other hand, was really, really bad. I already <laughs> know my just, running back. Thanks right for just putting back. me on the spot right there all of a sudden. But like, you know what? Actually, you know what?
0: Well, you know what? The captain has to go down with his ship. Okay. Uh, wow. Well. Yeah. I, I didn't my, my starts of the week were, uh, I didn't even how do did the it. kids say it? Lit. I didn't even get a ship. <laughs>
1: they were so bad.
0: <laughs> uh, way I missed the ship. I missed it, bro. <laughs> it
1: just wasn't there.
0: Uh, I just want to state I did have Romeo Dobbs. As, As well. Be- beautiful, beautiful. Drop nineteen points. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thanks for rubbing it in. Uh, Kenny Pickett dropped nineteen points.
1: Okay, so moving
0: on. Kenny okay, and right. uh, dropped ten points.
1: We'll get into it later. We'll <laughs> get into it later. So for today's episode, guys, we're gonna go over our reaction from week three. And then we're also gonna do touch the week. And we're probably gonna be talking about I've been I've been hearing people have been panicking because of the fact that injuries suck this season and I understand A lot. A lot. Uh, mostly heavy on the RBs. We did lose another wide receiver this week. So I get it. Injuries are really bad. So People are asking me, uh, actually asking us, uh, what did what can they do in moments like that? Like, how do you come off a game with a really good player and then just lose them next week? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know waiver wire is up there, but we're at that point in time where you kind of lose. Like week one and two on the waiver wire is where you can find players that would probably make it as a, your league, you know, winner. Sure.
0: Yeah. I was telling way, uh, uh before the show, uh, two. Waiver wire pickups, in my opinion, I feel like that are probably going to win in your league is Jerome Ford. He was a huge pickup last week, and Puka was a huge pickup week one. Yeah,
1: yeah, I believe it. My my intakes are Puka. I do I yep. do agree with Puka, but I also, um, I was thinking more of like Kareem Williams from the uh, running back for the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Yep, him too. Um, I think that one was really good. He uh, Matthew Stafford sucked. On Monday night, I will admit that, so he didn't, you know, he didn't get a lot of good passes, but those are mine. Uh, So, do you want to talk about news first? You know, actually, let's talk about our reaction from week three, so then we can go over the news that came afterwards week three. Um, So, first things first, the whole world's talking about it.
0: All right, the Dolphins,
1: Travis Kelsey and Taylor <laughs> Swift, man. Oh my god, I'm 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 for it. I'm 100 in, dude. Like this is they're gonna get married. I know right now. I'm admitting it.
0: I just got a bet on it.
1: Yeah, I got a bet on it. Like it's a it's the five dollar <laughs> bonus bet too. So yeah, like I'm right. not there losing any money. Um, but yeah, man. So like in week three, so we we're all thinking to ourselves like. You know, is a tr- is the story true? Is it not true? And then they pan the camera to the box, the the suite. There, she,
0: there is.
1: she is, Taylor's. Anyways, moving on. We don't care about that.
0: So going back to week three. If You want to listen to all that? You can just go ahead and uh, I don't know, look at the NFL's Instagram. Yeah, like, that's all they've been. That's posting all
1: they've been all week. posting. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. I've been entertained by it. I <laughs> will say that. Because some of the memes
0: are really, really funny. Yeah, I get more entertained by the... uh, The memes. Yeah, the memes. memes are really funny. It actually happening. So, anyways, first thing, topic number one. Uh, One more thing before that. I was telling you, it's good to be a Bears fan uh, when Taylor Swift was at the game. (laughs) uh, Because they're more focused on her than the Bears getting absolutely destroyed. (laughs) So, there you go. Mm. Well, speaking of a team
1: that got destroyed, yeah. um, the Broncos on uh, number one topic. Uh, and guess who they three.
0: play this week? Oh, my gosh, dude. The is, Bears. This is going to
1: be a fun game to watch. It's going to be general. like 3-0. <laughs>
0: honestly,
1: I honestly think it's going to be a high-scoring game because they both have really bad defenses and really bad offenses.
0: So how are they going to score? <laughs> it's just I mean, the okay, battle okay, of like, I mean, the dumpster fire. They don't fires. have bad offenses. They just the, – the, the, No, the Bears' offense sucks.
1: They have a ceiling, bro. They just can't reach
0: it, you know? Like – the ceiling is like eight feet tall, and they're like on a step stool.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I, they got potential. The offense got both of them got potential. It's just it's not hitting, and it's gonna be fun to watch it. I yeah. will admit that. Um, but yeah, so the Dolphins scored seventy points against the Broncos, and if you guys are playing against any of the top three players, meaning Raheem Mostert, uh, Tyreek Hill, actually Tua had a really good week also did because well. of that, and Devon. I'm, I'm, I'm going to butcher his name right now. Yeah. Okay, everyone call him, everyone calls him Devon A-Chain, but his name changed. Well, it didn't change. He, he came out on social media and, just, and told us how to pronounce it. And with my speech impediment, guess what? I still can't pronounce it. You <laughs> know what I mean? So, um, is it a
0: <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. All I know is he dropped almost 52 points. Yeah, true, 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 true. And he was one of the major waiver pickups going oh, into sure. week three. I will say I don't have the same feeling I did as, like, Jerome Ford or Puko with him. Yeah. Uh, mainly because you look at the past two games. Now, granted, he is a rookie this year. Yeah, he is a rookie, and uh, he definitely showed out, so. Yeah, and that's good. But, I mean, he plays Buffalo this coming week.
1: Okay, um, so I was looking at how much people spent on the waiver. Obviously.
0: It, a lot of people have spent a ton.
1: Yeah, eighty. if it. you play in FAB, meaning money-wise, the people have spent a lot of money on uh, – Devon A-Chain, or A-chain, whatever his name is. Devon, Devon thank you. <laughs> and a lot of people spend the number one wyver, uh, wyver, waiver priority on Devon also. That so, makes sense. So, like, they spend a lot of money on Devon. But the thing is, I I understand it. I know it might be yeah. kind of wild. Like, why are you going to spend a lot of money on this rookie that has Raheem Moser, who scored also four touchdowns, and in the back, in the well, backfield,
0: they still got... Um, so, I know there was rumors, too, that they were thinking they were going to go with Devon as the lead back. Yeah. Uh, I can see that as why you would try and pick him up. But, to me, there's not... The history's not there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he played week two. He had one carry for five yards. Uh, he wasn't in week one at all. He didn't get the ball at all.
1: What? The line... No. I'm joking. Uh,
0: Now, granted, yep, we're going into week four. All right, still pretty early in the season. Yeah. I feel like this is the real test game for him. He plays Buffalo. So if he balls out against Buffalo, then, okay, I could see why you spent so much on Devon. Um, Because after that, he plays the Giants in Carolina. Yeah. And that is really good. But in my opinion, I really don't see him as an RB1 potential at the moment.
1: No, I don't I don't agree with you on that point, but like I get why people spend him to like
0: So in our league, right? We have a $100 fab budget and the top uh fab was $31. Yeah. Uh for reference, I dropped 40 on Jerome Ford. Yeah. So he's not that far behind Jerome Ford. He's not, but the thing is Jerome Ford, you already know there's no one you got to worry about. Yeah. Uh, Devon, you already have Raheem Mostert, and that past game does not help your case with Devon taking over the starting role after Raheem just balled out. Yeah. So,
1: like, I understand why people spent so much money on Yeah, I,
0: I still get it, but... Because, like, the running back
1: room is terrible. Like, none, not like in the Dolphins, but I'm talking about in fantasy. Yeah, right now. S- right now, there's been a lot of injury. You lost, you know, Austin Eckler was injured the last two weeks, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Kareem – or not Kareem Hunt. Nick Chubb is out indefinitely. Nick Nick Chubb is out. You know, J.K. Dobbins is out. You know, and then you got all these other injuries of, uh, like I said earlier, Austin Eckler and then Gus Edwards, Justin Hill. You know, all these injuries of running backs are just horrible at the moment. So I understand why you would spend so much on Devon just to get him on your team because your running back room is horrible and you need a RV2 or a flex position. This is where he's at.
0: Yeah, I could see him as a flex. Because when
1: you go and bid or spend money – on a Jerome Ford, you do that because you need him as an RB one, and he has the potential yeah. to be an RB one. Devon doesn't. I hate to say it. he doesn't. No, but I, I understand why you guys spent money on him because if I was in the situation like that, I would also be doing that, uh, just to have to acquire depth on my on my mm-hmm. fantasy roster
0: for running back. So like, now for reference, right? I'm gonna go ahead and shout Joker out just because mm-hmm. in his position, he's the one who took Devon. Yeah. Right. So. On his team, I'm going to go over his running backs. He's got Ooh, Travis he's calling Etienne. calling you out, Joker. <laughs> I'm not calling you out. I'm just saying. <laughs> just put, so a little context, right? He's adding you right now. Uh, so you got Travis Etienne, right? Devon, obviously. Uh, Rashawn Johnson. Jonathan Taylor, who's out. And uh, Jalen Warren. Uh, I'm going to call you out on Jalen Warren. Just drop Jalen Warren. <laughs> There's no reason to have Jalen Warren. I would rather have Jalen Warren, though, than Najee Harris. That's true. And they're both on the same team. So I get it. He's got Jonathan Taylor, so he's already down one player. I yeah. get it. Uh, Rashawn. Somebody came in and took his running backs. Yeah, that's why. Like, uh, <laughs> he's got Rashawn Johnson, who sucks. Mm-hmm. He's on the Bears. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> Drop him. That's just a Bears fan talking, guys. Don't worry about the it. The truth hurts, you know. If you have John Johnson, I would
1: hold on to him personally. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I mean, for real, like I would hold on to John
0: Johnson for a little bit longer. For Rashawn Johnson?
1: Yeah, I would hold up. Because Cleo Herbert, his snaps percentage—I mean, his u- u- utilization—is going down slowly. Yeah, but so is Rashawn. So, um, <laughs> I, I I would keep Rashawn just a little bit longer on your bench, personally. Fair point.
0: Um, yeah. So that says running backs. I get it. I completely get it. Why, in the position he's in, he drops what you need to. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't know. It sounds like bragging. Like, why would I drop $40 of fab on Jerome Ford when I got Pollard and James Cook and who else? Like a decent running back room already. Yeah, Brian Robinson. Like, Yeah. Uh, it was more of so uh, so I could have him and no one else could. <laughs> that was honestly the complete reason why. I That's up. fine,
1: man. When you play fantasy football and you're one of the top, t- top teams, you got to play some kind of strat, you know? You do. Yeah, so I understand it and I don't hate on it. Um, so I understand why you had Jerome Ford, and he's doing well for you actually right now. Oh uh,
0: yeah, he dropped twenty uh, ish points.
1: Yeah, he dropped that. Um, he had a, uh, he did have a touchdown. Yes. Uh, was it a rushing touchdown or was he it receiving? Both. They
0: had a rushing and receiving yeah, touchdown. So. Um.
1: So yeah. So if you had any of those Dolphin players you played against, you guys probably lost. And you did have them on. Probably your team. won. You probably won. he felt so good about it. Um, so you guys can have a lot of confidence going into week three because – get I mean week four because guess what? They didn't even have Jalen Waddle. If you guys have Jalen Waddle and you guys had to bench him due to the fact because he was out that game, that's bro, tough. That that's tough. He didn't get any of that, that food. But look, I will say this, man.
0: <laughs> You're sitting in the corner just yeah, starving.
1: They're just <laughs> feasting over there, you know. Um, but if you ha- do have him, I would
0: automatically start him going to week four. I feel start like Jalen Waddle was a week-to-week start anyway. Yeah, he is. So yeah, but just like, now, it's even more.
1: It's even more. After the performance the Dolphins did in week three, yes, he is. Um, don't worry about injury, man. Just put him in there. Yeah, Yeah. Um, sure. So uh, moving on from the Dolphins and Broncos, which everybody was talking about. Also,
0: too, where I did mention, uh, they dropped 70 points. Now, according to the record books, they also dropped the second most uh, total yardage in a game. No as me- well as the second most points sorry, in a game.
1: I'm sorry, man, but in week three, nobody cares about that. We all we care about is Kelsey sorry, and Swift. Taylor Swift. I'm yeah. sorry, is the is the main name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. But no, that is crazy, though, huh? Yes. Yeah. It is.
0: And the fact that they're talking more about Taylor Swift than that is mind-boggling. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, uh, shout out to all the people who decided to get into football now because Taylor Swift is a thing.
1: Yeah. So welcome, welcome.
0: I get it. That's why they're doing it. Yeah. But. It gets annoying.
1: So, going back to week three,
0: any, like... Any notable players?
1: Um, from week three, yeah, there's been a couple. Besides, obviously, the entire Dolphins offense. Besides that... uh, some players actually finally redeemed themselves because they had a slow start and people were wondering if they were ever going to continue like that.
0: So, for me, the one that mainly pops out is Jamar Chase.
1: Jamar Chase, definitely. I was just going to say his name right now. Jamar Chase finally had a comeback game. And it's weird, too, because he did that when Joe Burrow was terrible. He was – yeah. he could not – I don't know what he was doing on offense. and Well, both, actually, Matthew Stafford and uh, Joe Burrow did not perform well. No. In fantasy purposes. No. But – I will admit this. If you watch that game against the Bengals and Rams, the passes that Joe Burrow was throwing towards Jamar Chase, it kind of reminded me of, like, Garrett Wilson because Garrett Wilson had the boggle for his catches. Yeah. I feel like Jamar Chase did the same thing. The
0: thing is, though, he's so Garrett elite. Wilson struggled for his catches, still puts up bad numbers, mainly because of the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, yep. uh, Jamar Chase struggles and puts up good numbers.
1: Yeah, he puts up really good numbers. One of those... Obviously he's a lock player week to week that you start and you have to him to be that. Um, but if you were able to buy low on him before a blow up game like this, good for you. Yeah. Not, it's gonna be hard to come back from that. But look, Jamar Chase, no questions there. I don't wanna even want to talk about his potential because we saw it the last e- last year, mm-hmm. last two mm-hmm. years. So Jamar Chase is gonna be Jamar Chase for the rest of the year. Yep. Joe Burrow, on the other hand may be a little bit more questionable. Um but Jamar Chase is back. I will say that. Um. Also, another player that I like to bring up that's kind of a sleeper pick due to the fact because he was on free agent for a while, but the last two games, man, he's been great. Zach Moss, 20 yeah. points in Week 2 and then 22 points in Week th- 3. And we're talking about PPR here. But look, I know there's rumors, not rumors, but there's news around JT, Jonathan Taylor, coming back in Week 5.
0: Um, I don't think so. I honestly think he's going to pull like a Le'Veon Bell and just, like, sit out.
1: Yeah, because he also had issues off the field with, with the you know with the Colts. So yeah. I don't think he's going to come back in week five and start off, where he, start off where he left off. Because when you think about it, where he left off wasn't even that great either before he got injured. Um, and he wanted to get traded. He requested to be traded. They were going to trade him before the season started, and they didn't trade him. They put him on the IR, the PUP list, things like that. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Zach Moss, though, has been really great. We all thought it was going to be Dion Jackson in week one. Yeah. Because Zach Moss was injured in week one, so he wasn't able to play. But when he made his debut in week two and three, oh, my gosh. Just probably ranked himself at uh, running back 13 so far of the year. Yeah. And it's crazy. Uh, and he did this, too, with Anthony Richardson, his QB, out in week three. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't think – because he, he got most of his points due to receptions. And so when – Richardson was out, I was like, oh, I don't I don't know if he's going to perform as well. And he did. Yeah. He did perform actually really well without um
0: Well, we talked Anthony about and Richardson. Uh, Richardson, and we talked about Young and Stroud. We talked about them last episode. Yeah. So if you, I guess, want a more in-depth, you can go there. We just talked about where we saw them. Yeah. Uh, CJ Stroud right now is lighting it up. He is. Anthony Richardson, he's in concussion protocol right now, but he's probably going to come back, light it up. Bryce Young, though, on the other hand, it's mainly the team.
1: Yeah, and that's how it is. I've talked about it before. That's how it is when you you are a rookie quarterback because you are probably, like, on the worst team, especially if you're the first first, overall draft. Yeah, you are definitely. Like, look at that Trevor Lawrence, you know. He did not perform well, so I would give him a couple more years. But when we talk about fantasy relevance here, I would drop him. I definitely would drop
0: him. That's Bryce Young. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Bryce Bryce Young. I don't even think you could trade him. I think he
1: has potential in the fewer years. Maybe but next year. Ne- yeah, but right this year, if you if you need a QB for fantasy and you do have him, drop him. You There are much better options well, out the there. the thing
0: is, right, so Bryce Young's been struggling, but yet his wide receiver, Adam Thielen, has been lighting it up. The old man. Yeah, uh, absolutely lighting it up, which was great. Adam Thielen, I think, dropped like 30 points last week. He yeah. was another big waiver pickup. For people.
1: So actually, you know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this right now on the show. You asked me earlier if you would start if you should start Adam Thielen as a flex position. Yeah. I would start him no matter what going into week four because no matter what? No matter what. Because if they have the Q B change at last minute, like you said earlier, he did have a better game. He still had a decent game with Bryce Young at Q B. Yeah. He had a really great game
0: with uh Andy, uh Andy Dalton
1: Dalton. But the reason why I would say start him no matter what going into week four is because guess what guess who he's playing? Vikings, it's a revenge game man true that's it's true a revenge game i i, I think he's going to show off a lot especially no matter who's at qb he's been reliable we saw him do that with you know when he was on the vikings with justin jefferson his rookie year yep he was still able to make top 10 you know yeah so uh i i think i'm going to week four i think he's uh a should be starter mm-hmm. going into week four if you're debating or not like, like for you for example as your flex position so
0: yeah true uh So, I kind of want to go over to you real quick, your your opinion on this, mainly because you have him. And I know uh, that people who also have him are probably freaking out a little bit, and that's uh, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs dropped nine points week one against Denver, nine points against Buffalo, and 11 points last week against Pittsburgh in full PPR. Yeah. Uh, They play the Chargers this week, who is a pretty solid defense against the run. Um. You're obviously not dropping Josh Jacobs just due to his name. Yeah, but um, I feel like so if you want to try to trade for him, you can maybe hit the owner up. Are you like asking about my opinion on him throughout the year? Yours and kind of just for other Josh Jacobs owners okay. what they should maybe.
1: Um, so I'm am gonna stay off Josh Jacobs owners right now. Um, yes, I agree with you 100. percent if the Josh Jacob owner is panicking right now about him and he needs to win, um, like me, if he's only yeah, three, this is I'm
0: about to say way of speaking from the heart here. Yes,
1: <laughs> I honestly, man, go and buy low for him. This is your chance right now because when you look at it, la- last year, the first, uh, the first two weeks of of his year last year was week one. He had total of six points. Mm-hmm. Week two, nine points. Week three. 14, week four, 34, and then week five, 30, and the rest was history. Mm Mm-hmm. He is a slow starter. He missed a lot of practices due to the fact of the holdout during during his contract. Um, But the utilization is there. You know?
0: Yeah, he had 17 rush attempts last week. Yeah, in
1: week one, he also had 19. Yeah. And he's still getting targets, six and five the last two weeks. Yep. Um. Yes, his performance hasn't been that well. I and I understand it, and I and I'm with you guys. I do panic also, but I would hold out personally if you are Josh Jacobs owner. Obviously, if you are in a, a area where you need to win, at which at my point, I don't think you need to. I feel like you need to it's win still when it early comes. Early in the yeah, season, yeah. It still depends
0: though on your league. So if everyone depends. in your league is like three and zero, yeah, it depends
1: yeah. on your league. But if you are Josh Jacob owner and you are panicking, I would say hold it out. He starts out slow. I think he can pick it back up around week four, week five. Actually, I feel like he's going to blow up this week four. So
0: if you I, I feel more like week five. He plays against the Chargers. I yeah. mean, it does have the potential. The Chargers are a pretty good And if it
1: teams. is week five, he does blow up. Guess what? You guys got one more week to trade low for him. Yeah, you can definitely sure. go and trade low for, for Josh Jacobs, especially on players that are really good, sell high on. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can definitely get Josh Jacobs for cheap right now. Like Jagger said, if he does blow out, Uh, doesn't blow up till week five you got one more week to go trade for him Mm -hmm. and if you guys are josh jacob owners and are worrying about him personally i would not i would just wait it out yes i know it does suck but he does have that high ceiling that we saw last year the attempts are there and remember it's gonna be a little bit more difficult because the raiders have the third most hardest schedule yeah in nfl
0: right now so also too i was looking at mainly the lawn game of josh jacobs so come playoff time that's usually you know Week 14 or 15 usually kicks off the playoffs, right? Yeah. So if you kick off on week 14, he plays Minnesota. That's a pretty solid yeah. start off right there. You start week 15, though, he plays the Chargers then Kansas City in Indianapolis. Usually so, they don't play uh, week 18, but that is a tough playoff fantasy playoff schedule.
1: Yeah, and I understand
0: it. Um,
1: the If he blows up really well against the Chargers, I wouldn't worry about it going into the playoffs. Um, I feel can, like it all depends on this game. It all depends week. on this game. Like I said, I will definitely buy low on him right now due to the fact that I'm pretty sure some other, you know, not me, but I'm pretty sure some other Josh Jacob owners are panicking at the moment right now. Yeah. Um, so this is a perfect time to buy low on him. But I wouldn't worry about it if you are an owner because I feel like he will blow up maybe week four. And then you said week five to come, yep. um, but that gives you a bigger window window to snipe and snatch him, and take him out of there, you know, Heck. get him on your
0: team. So another running back uh, I want to talk about is Bajon. Bajon Robinson, the rookie. Uh, he only dropped ten points last week in full PPR.
1: Huh?
0: Are we chalking this up to a bad week? Yes, yeah, hundred percent. I I I'm chalking it up to a bad week. Brian
1: Robinson, Bishon Robinson has uh, we saw him in week one and two. Amazing. Yeah. Yes, he's splitting carries with Tyler Algier. I understand that. But even when he w- is splitting carries it's with Tyler Algier, also struggled last week. He also struggled last week. But. The last two weeks, Tyler Agier struggled in week two. Brian Robinson did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, Brian Bajon Rob- Robinson, my bad. I keep seeing Brian Robinson. Bajon Robinson has a higher ceiling. I wouldn't I wouldn't panic about him. Uh, I would also try to go trade for him. I wouldn't trade him away. I wouldn't panic. Bajon
0: Robinson, I'm just chalking it up to a um I would say if you're really trying to trade for him, you're kind of hoping he has a bad week this week because yeah. he plays Jacksonville. If he has a bad week against Jacksonville, then, yeah, the owner is probably thinking, okay.
1: But after Jacksonville played against the Houston Texans last week, I wouldn't worry about it.
0: Yeah. Um, there's that. Uh, shout out Matt Burita. He did okay. Yeah. Um, Stepping in for Saquon.
1: You guys are wondering, like, well Matt Burita, you know, had 10 points. Should I pick him up and start him a week now? No. Don't do no. No. He Seattle. He got lucky week. with that touchdown. That's it's literally because, all that
0: saved him. Otherwise, he had 17 rushing yards and three catches.
1: Yeah, that's all that saved him because they went down at the one-yard line, so they gave it to Matt Baria to get that touchdown. Other than that, that's what mm-hmm. saved this fantasy week. He looks deceiving. I understand. RB1, Barkley's out, but don't do it. Don't do it. No. If you don't want to listen to us, listen to our league members because, like, five teams picked him up and dropped him, like, the last the next five minutes to pick him up.
0: Yeah, they realized.
1: They realized it, too,
0: and we didn't even tell them at that time. No, it's just... I would steer clear of him. Yeah. That's just me. Uh, Another one, too, is CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb dropped 10 points against Arizona. A lot of people, though, didn't see Arizona uh, to go the way they did. A lot of people, the Cowboys were heavy favorites in that game.
1: Cardinals ruined a lot of people's parlays. I will say that. Yes. It was a very big surprise. And um, a lot of people were (laughs) very happy, meaning non-Cowboys fans, shout out to Stephen A. Um, Smith. <laughs> yeah. I, so C.D. Lamb, I will chalk it up to a bad game. Always. I don't know what happened to the Cowboys. To be honest though, if the Cowboys always play the Cardinals, they're always going to lose. No matter if Kyle Murray's at the QB position or not. I feel like the Cardinals always beat the Cowboys. Yeah. And if you talk about C.D. Lamb's fantasy value, chalk it up to a bad game, clear as that. Don't have to worry about it moving on. Um, but the game in general was very surprising. Dak Prescott threw an interception in the end zone to in the game. Um, the Cardinals, man, the, the first half Cardinals, man, were just going touchdown after touchdown against that defense. And I know they lost Stephon Diggs. I'm uh, not Stephon Diggs. Uh, Trevion Diggs um, to an uh, Achilles who is out for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, oh, you know what? We got we said we got Stephon Gilmore. Don't worry about it, you know. And then the yeah. Cardinals is like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna give we're gonna give this touchdown to the rookie over here uh, a full on touchdown. Mm-hmm. Dobbs just like handled them yep. himself. Um, but CD Lamb, going back to that, if chalk it up to a bad game. Uh, honestly, I
0: would too. I'm not too worried if you're CD Lamb owners. Don't be too stressed. Also, guess what? Hmm.
1: Cowboys lost to the Cardinals. Yeah, that,
0: that's <laughs> even more crazy. The Cardinals, who, where you know. We're near the bottom in the power rankings. You know
1: what's crazy though? The Cardinals actually almost won the last two games. That's true. They almost beat the Commanders and they almost beat the Giants. They just couldn't hold on to the lead.
0: The thing was though, they thought you know the Cowboys were like, oh Cowboys washed the Giants. Yeah. The Cardinals struggled. So surely, no. 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 (laughs) No. Didn't happen. Sit down, little one. Definitely
1: a the biggest upset of the of that week. Oh, Oh, last week was the Cardinals beating the Cowboys. For I sure. repeat, I repeat, the Cowboys lost to the Cardinals. Okay,
0: <laughs> oh, moving on. Yeah, for sure. And also, too, Josh Dobbs had a great outing, great fantasy outing, dropping yeah. 17 points against Dallas. What more could you want? <laughs> Nobody. Did you play yeah. San Fran, though, this okay. week? I don't know if you're starting Josh Dobbs. No, definitely not. There's some other streaming QB options that are way better than Josh Dobbs. And we'll we'll get to that in our starts of the week. You'll probably find something, maybe. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, one I want to talk about is, so it seems like Baker Mayfield had a return to earth last week, only dropping 10. Yeah. Then again, it was Philly. Yeah. Uh, Philly's a tough defense, no regardless wish. of what position you're at. Very tough. Uh, he plays New Orleans this week. Uh, I still hold to my saying a Baker is still only a streaming quarterback. He is not a start Week. No,
1: definitely week. not. But I do like Baker Mayfield at the QB position because he was able to give Mike Evans a touchdown. Yep. And he was able to throw to Chris Godwin for the two point conversion. So he's throwing to these wide, he's throwing to these wide receivers, that are making them fantasy relevance. Yet Chris Godwin didn't have a great fantasy game as much as Mike Evans did. But the reason why I like Baker Mayfield at his QB position is because he's still giving these two, you know, wide receivers fantasy relevance, which people mm-hmm. drafted them for, you know.
0: So, and I want to do a quick little. Uh, check-in, I guess, mm-hmm. with the Jets, and that's Zach Wilson. Mainly because he threw the ball 36 times. And you want to guess how many of those he completed? Like 12. 18. I was close. I was in the uh, He dropped a record low of this season, 6 fantasy points. Uh, Garrett Wilson, I believe, didn't even crack 10 points. Brees Hall only got like 3.
1: Yeah, um, the Jets' offense is really bad at the moment,
0: actually. Which is crazy, because you go back to the start of the season, and everyone's like, man, the Jets are... This is it.
1: Zach Wilson is definitely not going to be the QB for the rest of the year. Which um, is
0: crazy, though, because he is still the unquestioned quarterback. Yeah, the, he's... The coach they, is still all in.
1: There's a lot of things going on with the Jets organization right now. A lot of players are not happy about what's going on, and I understand it because... Reports came out saying defense are not happy. They're not going to try that hard if the offense isn't going to be there, you know, yeah. when they could make major changes. When I mean major changes, all you got to do is change the QB, you know. We've um, seen it before. Yeah, we've seen it before. And they're not even big-name QBs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Zach Wilson, man, just a horrible man. He can't do Obviously, anything. nobody has him. Nobody has him. Uh, but if you talk about fantasy relevance for the Jets team as a whole, defense is really good. Um, but. The only two players you should really have is Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. That's yeah. really it. Nobody else, not even Donald Cook. Um, yeah. Nobody else. Um, Garrett Wilson is uh, definitely, uh, I'd rather have him than Damien, um, than Brees Hall. My bad. Just yeah, do the sure. fact, because he can bring down those bad passes, you know, and get a touchdown at yeah. least, and that's all you need.
0: That's true. Um, yeah. I will say, though, so Daniel Jones also uh, – little return to earth there yeah uh he went from 30 points to three (laughs) so (laughs) he played against san francisco though san francisco's a tough defense yeah yeah
1: definitely a tough defense can't
0: hate can't hate um can i talk about keenan allen yeah so keenan allen
1: dropped 45 points against the minnesota vikings yeah the number one wide receiver in full ppr this week number one wide receiver um, he, right now, unfortunately, though, the Chargers did lose Mike Williams in that game for the rest of the season. He went down with
0: a knee injury and turned out he tore his Achilles out for yep. the season. So, so we Which, saw a lot of people make pickups for Quentin Johnston and Josh Palmer.
1: Definitely saw those pickups. And look, man, Kenan Allen is an elite wide receiver. He's always been. I'm so mad because I was going to pick him up, and he man. legit was taken off the board right before I was. When I, That round, I was supposed to get him. Yep. <sighs> Anyways, so Keenan Allen, solid. Uh, now with Mike Williams out of the picture, unfortunately for the rest of the year, Keenan Allen's role goes up even higher. So uh, you don't even have
0: to worry about is he going to be, obviously. The thing is is Keenan Allen had 20 targets. 20 yeah. and caught 18.
1: Yeah, how many did he have in week two? 16?
0: Uh, week two he only had 10.
1: What about week one?
0: Nine. Nine.
1: Like I said, Mike he had Williams. 215 receiving yards. Mike Williams is out for the rest of the year. This yep. is a bigger picture for Keenan Allen. Uh, The other two wide receivers are a question where you can can find them back-to-back. Who would you rather have? Uh, uh, We could probably get into that later. Um, But, yeah, Keenan Allen, man, solid, amazing. Won people's league and probably lost people's teams (laughs) or
0: (laughs) matches, I mean, because of it. For sure, for sure.
1: Also, can we talk about the Houston Texans, Tank Dell right now, wide receiver for the Houston Texans? I'm not really buying it. I'm all in on it, man. I'd rather have Tank Dell than the – than Robert Woods and Nico Collins because the way CJ Stroud was able to connect with Tank Dell. Oh my gosh. He's operating as a wide receiver one right now. This guy had a total of 25 points in full PPR. He's ranked number 13 right now in wide receiver. Look, I know Nico Collins is also doing great. Robert Woods also doing great. They're both getting a good amount of targets as much as Tank Bell is, but Tank Bell is Dell is getting those deep ball targets. He That's what helped him with a lot with his points this week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're going against the Steelers. The Steelers' defense is really good, but CJ Stroud, because the, ed- the edge rushers for the Steelers are great. I mean, we saw it with, you know, I mean, you know, yeah. I can't really compare the Raiders because the Raiders are the Raiders, but the Browns, you know, <laughs> Deshaun Watson, man. Yeah, he struggled yeah, against yeah. that uh, edge rusher. Uh, CJ Stroud, this is like more of a, uh, like a, let me let me figure it, like How is he going to do with this defense? You know, mm-hmm. is he going to perform well under pressure um so like tank dell uh, he's definitely a stash a stash right now on your bench he's I'm rostered 77 sure. percent at the moment i don't i wouldn't start him uh actually i would start him in week four uh other weeks depending on the matchup and again after week four after we see the performance of cj shroud with those pass edge rushers you be able to
0: throw it I out there to tank maybe Del. start tank dell week uh four and five yeah they play at pittsburgh then atlanta but he had an amazing uh, game in week three. Yeah.
1: Other than that, I think we hit all the good parts of week three or the important parts of week three. I believe so. Uh, I, I can't think of anything else um, that we missed or were able to. Is there any players right now that you want to panic on?
0: Any players I want to panic on? Uh, We went over Jacobs. That's kind of a big one at the moment.
1: Uh, The biggest one right now is Justin Fields. Just drop him.
0: You think so? Uh, I have Justin Fields. If you have a better option at QB, now listen. Okay, now hopefully, this is a Bears fan talking, uh, we don't lose mm-hmm. by like 30 points every week.
1: Are you... Okay, how about this? Can I, can I shoot you some options right now? Okay.
0: Hmm. Over Justin Fields?
1: Yeah. Are you starting Jordan Love or Justin Fields? Oh, Jordan Love. Okay. Sure. Are you starting... Uh, are you starting Justin Fields or Brock Purdy? Oh, I got to look at Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy right now is going to go against the Arizona Cardinals.
0: Yeah. Uh, are we talking like, uh, I would honestly, yeah, I'd go Brock Purdy. Week four? Yeah, week four, he goes up against Arizona. Uh, I might sit Brock Purdy, though, week five. He plays Dallas. Then again, though, Romeo Dobbs.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they ain't the Cardinals, man.
0: Yeah, that's true. Are
1: you starting uh, Justin Fields or Geno Smith? Going against uh, the Giants.
0: Gino's going against the Giants? Yeah. Oh, Gino. Okay.
1: Are you going to worry about Justin Fields, though, all year?
0: All year? Yeah. If Justin Fields, if you went all in on Justin Fields, if you made that crazy decision to go all in on him as your QB1, yeah, you're panicking right now.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, but if you went ahead and did what we recommend – where you know you try to pick up you know a rookie of some sort, or at least a backup QB. Because
1: obviously, I would rather have CJ Stroud or Anthony Richardson over Justin Fields. Yeah,
0: I currently have Anthony Richardson as my QB, my other QB. Mm. Uh, I'm starting him against the Rams. Yeah, over Justin Fields this week.
1: And then there, it's weird too because the Fields is going against the Broncos, who also who lost
0: fought. by fifty plus points. Yeah, and you'd rather start, you know. Well, the thing is. Justin Fields dropped 10 points uh, against Kansas City. All right. Chalk it up. Terrible game. Yeah. All right. Uh, he played Tampa, dropped 14. Green Bay, dropped 14. He's been dropping 14. But Anthony Richardson, in my opinion, has a way, 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 way higher ceiling. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I was telling him, before the show, in week two, when he played against Houston, He ran those two touchdowns in, like, in the first quarter. He was projected to almost go for, like, 30 points that week before he went out with, like, for his concussion. Yeah. Uh, And, of course, we know they got Michael Pittman over there. I'll say it now. Michael Pittman is a better receiver than DJ Moore. The Colts O-line is better than the Bears (laughs) O-line. Yeah, I understand that. Um, I'm not going to say that they're better than the Texans. Okay, maybe the Texans have a bit better line. But, like I said, you got Anthony Richardson over there. He's got Zach Moss, Pittman, Alec Pierce. I mean, I would rather have Anthony Richardson. Yeah. I'd rather have C.J. Stroud. I'd rather have Jordan Love.
1: Dak Prescott? For sure.
0: And I don't know if Foya still is, but I was a huge supporter of Dak Prescott last year. Uh, I don't know about this year. I don't. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's um,
1: fantasy. We're, we're talking about fantasy wise, right? Yeah. Fantasy
0: wise. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I, <laughs> no, I'm not a secret closeted Cowboys fan. <laughs> believe me, I'd much rather be rooting for the Cowboys than the Bears, who suck.
1: <laughs> yeah, I understand.
0: Um, but like I said, if you have Justin Fields, you went all in, and I'm gonna call you out right now. You made the stupid decision of going all in on him as your only QB. Yeah.
1: Why? Um, my, so my opinion around Justin Fields if you are a Justin Fields owner and right now, definitely do not go all in on him and do not send week to week at the moment. I would go and pick up streaming options at the moment if you don't have a solid QB right now on the way to start week to week. You can stream QBs week to week until Justin Fields blows up, but who knows when that's going to happen. So if it hits, then it hits. But like at the moment, he's just a stash player. I wouldn't drop him. No. Um, if you want to trade for trade him, go ahead. I wouldn't trade for him. But if you just want to throw him in a package deal somewhere, for,
0: I feel like you, you could, could honestly trade for him. You
1: could. You can. Yes, you definitely can trade for him. I, one hundred percent, I know you can trade for him. But it's just wh- why? Like, would you? Depending on your situation, I know the situation in each league is different. But I yeah. wouldn't go and trade for him in general.
0: So and the thing is, right? That's so different about this year compared to last year. Obviously, coaching has changed, right? They redid the whole mm. coaching staff and blah blah blah. Uh, one of them got raided by the feds. Because anyway, uh, he's not running as much this year no, as he no. did last year. Uh, they came out stating that they don't want him to run as much because he could get hurt. Understandable. But that was the main appeal of Justin Fields in fantasy football. Yeah, was his running game. That's why I like Anthony Richardson so much. Mm-hmm. He's running in for those touchdowns. You look, you know, every week almost last year, he ran for almost – he had eight rushing attempts almost every game. At least got almost 20 to, you know, 60 yards every game. Yeah. Touchdown here and there. Of course he had, you know, his midweek or his mid-year bit where he went off for like 40 points a week. And that's when everyone really wanted Justin Fields. but if you look at it last year, I kind of think he's having the Josh Jacobs treatment. He was really slow for, last year to start for, is it is it like week six or five blew up It wasn't really till about week five. Is he it, dropped 17 against Minnesota, then he went 18, then 23, 26, 42, 39. Yeah like the potentials there. But the reason he got so many more points is he started rushing more. Yeah. And like I said, they've come out, and they said they don't want him to run as much, but that's what he needs to do. Because also, too, Newsflash, when he had a good fantasy outing, they usually won the game. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and right now, they suck. Yeah. Uh, they're at the bottom of the power rankings, according to the NFL, which is crazy that the Broncos aren't at the bottom. <laughs> I mean, they lost. By so much, but whatever, I get it. You know, Taylor Swift, whatever. It's there? Uh, like I said, I'm not. Me personally, I'm not panicking about Justin Fields just because of the position I'm in. I'm three and zero. I have Anthony Richardson. I'm not too worried.
1: Yeah, and, I, and that's why I said, like, I get why but people are
0: panicking. Reverse it. You only have Justin Fields. You're zero and three. You had Nick Chubb. Definitely panic. Uh, yeah, you need to start making some moves.
1: Okay, here's another, here's another player for you. What about um, Jamar Gibbs with the Detroit Lions, a rookie running back that did really well in week one, but uh, David Montgomery was injured uh, yeah. in week three. And then he, he is questionable. They do play tomorrow, but he's questionable at the moment to be playing tomorrow. He was That's supposed David to miss Montgomery two weeks. Should. Yeah, David Montgomery, Detroit Lions, Jamar Gibbs. Uh, he had a total of eight points in week one. In week two, he got 12. It didn't you know, he had the full workload without, you know, David Montgomery had 9.20. This guy's rostered 98%. Started 92. 99. My bad. My, uh, what do you call it when it turns
0: into an 8 popped up. So, they play against Green Bay, mm-hmm. which in my opinion has a better defense than Atlanta. Uh, Jameer Gibbs. I mean, when you look at
1: his game log at the moment. He had yeah. 17 rushing attempts. They gave him the opportunity because David Montgomery wasn't there. And he got 80 yards, but he just wasn't able to perform. I mean, he had one reception out of two targets. But, look, I think, honestly, I wouldn't worry about him. David Montgomery, I have a feeling he is going to miss week four. Yeah. And I think that's where Jamar Gibbs is going to blow up against this Green Bay Packers defense. And I totally understand and I get and I get it. The, uh, the defense in Green Bay is a lot better than it was in Atlanta, and he still wasn't able to perform. But it's prime time, baby. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> he's going against, uh, I think well, they're going to get, if, anyway. like I said, I have a feeling David Montgomery isn't going to, um, I have a feeling he's not going to play. He's still questionable at the moment. They didn't confirm he's going to be playing Thursday night. But if he yeah. doesn't, I feel like they will give him another 17 rushing attempts. It's or just even what can he do more. this time?
0: Could he do it better? I
1: think he can. I think he can do it better. I, like I said, it's a rookie. It's a rookie. It's, it was his first game as a full workload horse mm-hmm. back. And. Going into Week Four, I get it; it's prime time. But look, Green Bay Packers, man, I have a feeling Jamar Gibbs is gonna uh, get able to make a fifteen-point game, which is really good. And if you are Jamar Gibbs owner and you guys are worrying about Jamar Gibbs, I wouldn't worry. I would just wait it out just a little bit more because even when David Montgomery was in, he was splitting the carries with Jamar
0: Gibbs. Yeah, they both dropped twelve points that week when David Montgomery was in. Yeah. So. Um. Anyway. I hate to cut you off, Weah, but I really think we need to get into starts of the week. Uh, we're, we're already 45 minutes in, and time has flown. I didn't realize that. Yeah,
1: that's, hey,
0: trans football, man. Yeah, right? We're basically just, like, sitting here talking. Yeah. <laughs> no way, that's what a podcast is. Oh, Oh, really? Oh. oh really? I just realized. Anyway, so, yeah, sorry, Waya. That's the, I'm going to cut us short here on the, I guess there's a lot to talk about. Week.
1: yeah uh we hit on i just want to make sure we did we hit, we did hit all the major news right i believe so we got mike williams yeah mike williams is out we got mike williams okay we got um i, I believe it's one of the main injuries um, uh yes but i just want to make sure we got all the major news out
0: before because
1: obviously those those are major factors and it starts the week so
0: for sure uh yeah so sorry to cut you off there but like i said not that it's, like, we have to be within a certain time limit. Yeah. It's just if we would have kept going without me realizing I feel like we would have, like, talked for, like, an hour and a half <laughs> and then be like, oh, we got to do starts of the week. Yeah. What? Oh. Anyway, so uh, can I go ahead and start? Or do you want to go over starts of the week?
1: No, I just not. Actually, I do want to go over my tight end. Last week I said this uh start the week was Sam Laporta, oh
0: yeah, and, and he, he did, was uh number one.
1: he was number one, and last week before that week, too, I said Hunter
0: Henry and he was also number one. Well, Where is the tight end guy this year right
1: I now. am I'm right at the moment, I'm very proud of that. I don't even want to talk about any of the other players I said to start, so
0: all mine were solid. Jake Ferguson got about ten points. that's yeah. pretty good for a streaming tight end. uh my only bad one was my running back mm. because that was a bit of a deep shot, and I told people it's a bit of a gamble, yeah. But Kenny Pickett dropped 18. Romeo Dobbs dropped 18 in full PPR. So pretty solid.
1: Hey, Christian Watson will make his uh, debut at tomorrow, Thursday night. So
0: he's playing. If you have him, start him. Start him 100%. He's probably going to get a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, sure. definitely. That's what he does. Anyway, so starts of the week. I guess I'll go first, uh, right? Yeah, because you did way better than I did. Man, I have had such a better outcome. Think about that way. I'm 3-0 and and my starts of the week and I always switch positions, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I got to enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, anyway, my quarterback, uh, I'm going with uh, one of the Mr. Old Reliables here. Not Kirk Cousins. All right? Oh, man. Not Mr. Oatmeal, sorry.
1: Not the uh,
0: I'm going with Matt Stafford.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I like it, I like
0: it. i up against the Colts this week. Now, listen, I know he played against Cincinnati of all teams and only dropped you 12 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we know, Puka's over there, Kyrene's over there, and uh, they're both pretty <laughs> solid players. So I'm sorry I'm just kind of multitasking at the moment so if I seem a bit distracted. But like I said, he, the game that mm-hmm. he played against San Francisco, he threw the ball 55 times. I think we talked about that last week. Uh Surprisingly, he rushed for seven yards. Hey! You know, he's got some wheels. Yeah. Um. And the thing is, you can probably pick up Matt Stafford. Yeah. He's only rostered, like, 50%. Okay, good. So, if you are in need of a quarterback, uh, honestly, I don't anticipate... Okay, I don't know. Maybe I should think positive, and I'll, like, manifest a good start of the week, right? Mm-hmm. So... Okay, I don't anticipate him to drop, like, 20 points. It would be nice if he did. Yeah. Right? Obviously. Um, but I'm thinking, honestly, if we're being realistic here, if Anthony Richard is in, Anthony Richardson is in, Yeah, this could be a very offensive-heavy game. I believe it. I definitely believe it. I feel it. like Matt Stafford, honestly, this might sound a bit crazy, but maybe could go for top ten yeah. this, this week. This week. This yeah. week. Uh, if it turns out to be that way or it could be heavy defense and my start of the week just sucks <laughs> but, you know what who knows yeah i know i'm not instilling a lot of faith in my start of the week but listen if you're in the need of it if you have justin fields i would honestly start mm, matt stafford I over would start, justin fields. yeah
1: definitely start Matt matthew stafford over Justin Fields. i can't
0: speak for
1: yeah man i'm so sorry
0: uh but yeah i'm going with matt stafford you can probably pick him up hey, yeah get this he's the qb 19 hey that's pretty so, though not too bad. So, well, who do you got for QB? Okay.
1: This gonna be surprising for QB. It's not Baker Mayfield.
0: It's Justin Fields. I knew it. No. no That's no, why you wanted to talk about him. No, he's rostered like 99%. <laughs> I said wouldn't start him. Um, <laughs> look. look at the roster percentage and look at the start percentage on Justin Fields. It's crazy. Yep.
1: Um, so, my QB started a week going into week four. Um, the car is in the shop. And oh the car is going to be in the shop for a while now. Yeah, he's hurt. He's got he's a shoulder. Hurt. His shoulder's injury. He's gonna be in a shop. Any maintenance is gonna be a while. So next runner up, Jameis Winston, all right? QB for the Saints. Mm-hmm. He came in in the third quarter against um, against the Panthers, or is it uh, Green Bay? My bad. I don't know why I was thinking the Panthers. Was thinking in week two. Anyway, so he came in third quarter against the Pan- against the Packers. I know they did lose their points. All right, they they lost to a comeback. They were up ahead and going into the second half. They lost it, but look, man, Jameis Winston actually started out pretty well. Hit a total of um, 16 passing attempts out of 10 completions, man. Obviously, he only played for the second half, so he didn't have any interceptions, so they didn't give, they didn't give him two more quarters to get an interception. Because, you know, it's Jameis Winston, man. He's going to get an interception. <laughs> Remember when he had that 30 for 30? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yep. was great. That was great. 30 for 30. So, uh, Jameis Winston is going against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. going into week four. Uh, we saw Tampa Bay play Monday night against um, the Eagles, and it just wasn't good. I know it was against the Eagles, but, man, they just look bad on defense over there. Jim is Winston right now. Um... He had a total of 101 passing yards out of 16 attempts, and he didn't play that much. Again, no interceptions. Um, he was actually able to line them up for a field goal at the end of the mm-hmm, game, mm-hmm. but the kicker missed it. So he had a pretty decent game. I know he only had a total of four points in fee- and, and fantasy points, PPR exactly, but he only played for... A second half where he wasn't on there for most of the time. He was yeah. able to get the ball down to the field goal. Uh, but, look, man, when you look at the – Alvin Kamara is coming back in week four. Mm-hmm. And Jameis Winston – oh, my gosh, bro. You need Alvin Kamara to help you out, bro. He's known <laughs> for the passing game as an RB, you know. Yep. And he already has Chris Olave, who's also really good in the deep threat. And you've got Michael Thomas, the slant boy himself, and Rasheed uh, – Rashid is that is that's his name yeah. right?
0: Rashid's good too.
1: Yeah, also another good one. And you got Taysom Hill, dude. You could just have him run the ball. You know what I mean? So like, look, Jameis Winston. He's projected right now. Uh, I was gonna say like what their uh uh you know offense was, but that was with Derek Carr. Obviously Derek Carr isn't playing. Um, he's only rusted five percent right now. He's projected to get total fourteen point. 91 points against the Buccaneers. That's great for a shooting cornerback. This is a guy I would definitely start over Justin Fields for a higher ceiling because uh, I don't. We already talked about it earlier. So yeah, doesn't got no ceiling. Yeah, James Winston. I is my start of week going into week four against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: Nice. Uh, do we want to do a snake or just go back to back? What did we do last time?
1: Uh, we went back to back. So let's oh. go back to back. So. All
0: right. Uh, so running back. Wea well, I think you're gonna like this. Uh, I'm going with Kenneth Gainwell. Oh okay. That's rostered about fifty-seven percent, sixty-ish roundup. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell, yes, he had a disappointing time against Tampa. Mm-hmm. Plays against Washington this week. The thing was, is he got fourteen touches. He got the ball fourteen times last mm. week. Yeah, the I, volume is there. The opportunity is there. It just sucks, man. He just he wasn't able to do anything with those I, opportunities. I saw those memes uh, where it's all like Kenneth Gainwell. It's all like. Excuse me, Jalen Hurts. Can I please get the ball at the <laughs> one-yard line? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I saw this one comment. I wish I would have got the guy's username, but he summed it up pretty good for Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is just like the touchdown vulture.
1: Yeah, you can't really do anything about it. I once they line up with that
0: one-yard line run, QB sneak. You can't. T- you can't. You can't stop it. They're the king of the QB sneak.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: They know what they're doing. Anyway, I'm going with Kenneth Gain- Kenneth Gainwell. Um, now don't expect nothing crazy, especially if we're going off my past history of running backs for starts of the week this year. They have not been it. Uh that's just me. But they play against Washington. Washington ain't, you know, too good against the run. But if you're looking for something, you know, your running backs hurt, you had Nick Chubb. I'm not saying this is your end all be all for the year. This ain't no Jerome Ford. This that's ain't no uh Devon. No. (laughs) I was going to say his last name, but I was going to butcher it again. Yeah. Uh, But I'm going with Kenneth Gainwell. I feel like he could at least get you maybe 10 ish in full (laughs) PPR.
1: Oh, thanks. That makes you feel so much better. I'm joking.
0: Well, well, you got him. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you. I think he's going to drop 35 points. Yeah. Yeah. So I I get it. I understand it. Yeah. I'm going to be a bit more realistic here.
1: You're going to be like, you know what? We're going to live in the now. All right, we're going to be in the real world on this one.
0: Well, yeah, drop him. No, <laughs> Drop him to me. No. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm going with Kenneth Gainwell. And uh, over to you, Leia. running back.
1: So this guy is highly rostered, but I will say this is due to the fact that, um, well, last time I said a highly rostered uh, running back. It didn't work for me anyways. Uh, okay. Well. Um, but I did not want any part of this game. One hundred percent. I did not want to touch it. I did not want to look at it. I would, actually never mind. I rephrase that. I want to watch it, but I mm-hmm. don't want any part. Any part of it. But I'll take one running back against the Broncos in in uh yep. Bears game. All right. I'll take one running back. All right. Okay. okay. And and his name is Javante Williams, and I understand the guys are like, oh my god, he's rushing at like high percentage. No, he's not. Um, Samadri Pirine, All right, the guy over there with. Javante's been struggling. He's been struggling, and they're still splitting the carries. Yeah, and it's right now. P Ryan is game well. He can't. He can't perform mm-hmm. with the opportunities he's got. He got Performance anxiety. He does. And look, like, man, we don't even talk. We don't even talk a lot about these two teams. We don't even talk about the the performance of the Broncos. We don't even talk about the performance of the Bears. Those were the two main topics of today's show. But Javante Williams. This is his bounce-back game. I think he's going to become the RB1 where we don't have to worry about P. Ryan anymore for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. I think Javante Williams is going to take this one, and I think he's going to do really well. Again, we don't need to talk about the teams because <laughs> look who's playing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I don't want to get too much into it because we already talked about it earlier. Um, but he got targeted six times last last week. And I think he can get more targets in this matchup against the Bears. I think he can go from six to seven. I think he will get his first touchdown of the season in week four against the Bears.
0: Nice. But um, Javante
1: Williams is my start of the week.
0: I like it, but I don't like it because I play against Javante this week. So hey, I man. really hope he don't do too good. I think he would be really well. I really hope he don't do well. <laughs> I'm trying to be four and 0 here. um <laughs> That's just me. You know, I'll be four and oh, You'll be 0 and four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll just have, like, a reversed record this year, you know.
1: I mean, he did have 11 carries, too. True. I guess, but that's because they got capped off by the Dolphins, so he couldn't go after that. Yeah. yeah so.
0: Anyway, wide receiver, well, I'm oh. going to your team again. <laughs> Are you? I <laughs> am. you going Jacoby? Uh, no, I'm not going to Jacoby. I'm going with Elijah Moore.
1: Oh, oh, my roster team. I thought you meant, like, the Raiders team. No, team.
0: no, not that. I'm going with your fantasy team, Elijah Moore. Goes up against Buffalo. He dropped 12 points last week against Tennessee. He was your start of week in week two, I believe. I believe he was, and he sucked. Yeah. Because he played Pittsburgh, and he got seven points. But anyway, so Amari Cooper's good now, right? Like, really, really good now. He's always been good. Yeah, but, like, even more so now. Oh, yeah, for the Browns? Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Um. But Elijah Moore got nine targets last week, caught all nine of them for 49 yards. And in full PPR, yeah, you just need targets and catches. That's all you need. I hate to break it to you. They play Baltimore. This could probably be a real offensive game, I feel like. Yeah. Well, yeah. Baltimore has really good defense, though. I wouldn't admit that. Yeah. Uh, but it could be a real offensive-heavy game. Obviously, you got Jerome Ford, so don't anticipate Elijah Moore to get you any touchdowns unless they're like deep passes because they seem to like Jerome Ford at that you know goal line. Yeah. That's where he thrives. That's where I like it because I have him. <laughs> uh, but Elijah Moore is rostered just about 70%. So he might be out there. He might not. Uh, but only 20% of people are starting him. If you I will say are in a bind, start him. Yeah, I will say this. After week
1: two's performance, he was dropped a lot. He was. So his roster percentage was actually pretty low before week three. So okay. I think after waiver pickup or he was actually kind of traded, uh, his roster percentage did go
0: up. Yep. But I know for a fact Elijah Moore has the potential. I've been with him since he's been on the jet. Huge fan. Uh, I feel like he has the potential. He did lose a fumble last week, so he lost a few points. He probably would have been around like 13, 14 points last week. Um, But he plays Baltimore. Like I said, I feel like he could get his nine targets maybe. Continue this hot streak he's got going. Yeah. uh, And write it into his bye week. Okay. So over to you, Will. So speaking of
1: hot streaks, right, and speaking of, like, these, I don't know what's up with these wide receivers, man. Like, you would think the younger talent would have a lot more targets and a lot more performance good. But, like, Corn Sutton took it over Jerry Judy. Yep. <laughs> we just now talked about, um, we just now talked about Mari Cooper performing a little bit more better than Elijah Moore, when it should have been Elijah Moore. Now let's talk about Adam Thielen. All right. Mm. This guy was rostered 58% before waiver-wise of week four. And now? Now he's at 79.
0: Mm. But <laughs> so his start
1: percentage is at 36. Yep. Okay? And we talked about him earlier. And you even asked me before the, sh- before the show started about if I should start him over certain players. I say start him. He's going against... Start him? He's going against he Minnesota... Week, yeah. So. <laughs> he's going against Minnesota. His revenge game. All right? Not only that, but this guy, man, he's been on fire since week uh, two, actually.
0: Um, yeah, week one, he sucked. He was supposed to get a touchdown, had a parlay for it, and he didn't do it. Yeah, he didn't do it.
1: But even with Bryce Young, he got a total of 20.40 points. This guy was leading the team in targets. Although uh, I will say this, Sam Laporta is kind of up there with Adam Thielen. At a, you know, We saw his performance last week. Sam Laporta was really, really good. Um but going back to Adam Phelan, this guy was targeted 14 times with Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle, in Week mm. Three against Seattle. With Bryce Young, he was only targeted nine times, which is still really good, and he got that touchdown. But look, if Andy Dalton is playing again as his QB going against it's uh, Minnesota, is even better. If Bryce Young is going against, Bryce Young is going against, you know, Minnesota, it's it's still good, but not as good as Andy Dalton would, you know, be at the position. But no matter if it's Bryce Young or uh, or you know Andy Dalton, I would start Adam Thielen. I would keep riding the fire right now, make the flames going because right now he is on fire. He's projected to get another touchdown this week against Minnesota, and I believe it. And I think he's going to target more than fourteen times. I have a feeling. I feel, I feel like he's going to pull um a who's that wide receiver we got like what sixteen targets, nineteen targets. Luka? Okay. Yes, he's going to pull a puka. He's going to get above 15 targets, I feel like, going into week four against Minnesota. Again, a revenge game. This guy's 33 years old. Keep passing the old man this ball. He knows what he's doing. Rock. He's going to rock.
0: The football not. Not the other kind of rock.
1: Yeah, like it's like I said, he's projected to get a touchdown. Right now he's projected to get a total this again, projection, eleven point fifty eight points in full PPR. I have a feeling he's gonna go way above that coming off a thirty one point thirty point game. He's right now at the wide receiver nine. He's only rostered seventy nine percent. That's crazy. Yep. Before that he was at fifty eight, you know.
0: A lot of people dropped him after week one. Yeah, a That's lot of people why.
1: did drop him after week one. Um so Adam Thielen Not too much to say about it. The last two weeks have been great for him, no matter the QB. But again, if it is Andy Dalton, I would feel more comfortable having a higher ceiling for him. But I would start him no matter what the QB is. Again, it's against Minnesota, so it is a revenge game. Um, So Adam Thielen is my start of the week, Mr. 33 year old wide receiver.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, So for tight end, now I'm going to spoil it right now. I got a flex this week. Okay. Do you? I don't. Okay, all right. So I'm gonna hit tight end and flex. Go for it. Uh, mainly because they're on the same team. Uh-huh. Uh, tight end, I'm going with Gerald Everett on the Chargers. He dropped nine points against Minnesota. They play Vegas. Easy start. Sorry, Way. It's all good. <laughs> Not the last. Week. You know
1: how it is. <laughs> the last week, man, like it doesn't hurt me no more. You know, you. Uh, it's like when you keep punching a tree, it becomes numb. You
0: know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So he's projected to get you around seven points. I feel like he could get you that nine, that Jake Ferguson nine I got you last week. Yeah. Can We've said it before the tight end landscape is so bad to yep. where if you don't have the top well I feel three like this, now, I
1: feel like this year is different
0: it is uh but if you don't have the top three tight ends now because I hate to say it Darren Waller is no longer there, yeah for the moment, but if you don't have Kittle Kelsey, uh, you know Mr. Taylor Swift <laughs> uh, Mr. Swift, and or Mark Andrews, who struggled last week um. You're really struggling for points, unless you have Evan Ingram. Shout out to everybody who's been with me on Evan Ingram. (laughs) Uh, But Gerald Everett, he's rostered about 30%. I'm sure you could pick him up. I think so. The QB is great. So he's questionable right now. Um, I think he'll play, though. He is only out sick. Hmm. There was no injury. But I'm pretty sure he's going to start. Against the Raiders? Against the Raiders. Yeah. Sorry, I got distracted. Uh, But, yeah, I could see around nine points again. Okay. Not bad. N- not too bad. I'm going to hit on Flex real quickly because uh, they're on the same team. Yeah, I know. I
1: have to be against my team.
0: Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> What's up with you, like, shooting bullets at me? First, you take
1: two players off my fantasy team, and then you're shooting for the players I are going to go against my actual NFL well,
0: team. Well, you know, I took players off your fantasy team, so I let you feel more comfortable. And then I'm like, yeah, so these two are playing against your actual team? <laughs> it sucks. They really suck. It's okay. My team is the worst. Yeah. So, uh, right now, um, my flex, I'm I'm going with Josh Palmer. Josh Palmer, or Joshua Palmer, uh-huh. wide receiver for the Chargers. He's rostered about 60%. You could probably pick him up. I'd honestly pick him up and probably stash him. Yeah. Uh, after the whole Mike Williams. Uh, we just had some news come out, actually, right now, that they say uh, Quentin Johnston will get a more pronounced role mm-hmm. with Mike Williams being out. But we can't forget Josh Palmer. Did step up last year. He was on starts of the week here and there last year, and he was pretty solid. Yeah. He dropped, you know, above your 12-point games pretty often. It was pretty good. He dropped 14 points against Minnesota last week. Again, I already said it with Gerald Everett. He plays the Raiders, and I think he could get you a touchdown and a few targets. Yeah. I think so with uh, Mike Williams being up. Because, honestly, I feel like Quentin Johnston is going to go up to the wide receiver, two, and Josh Palmer is going to go to the three. Yeah, I believe that, it. I just, that's where I see it happening. Again, uh, Elijah Moore lost a fumble. So did Josh Palmer. So if they wouldn't have done that, their points would have been a little higher. Yeah. Obviously. But, yeah, I'm going with Josh Palmer. Mainly, too, because he is right now ranked the uh, rank 69. Hey! So it's, like, meant to be. You know? <laughs> Again, this is a flex. This is another option yeah. for you. I just was a little torn between Elijah Moore or Josh Palmer. So I just threw them both on there. I bet. I bet. I like it. Because they're going
1: against my Raiders, so I really like it.
0: And that brings me to my other flex. Uh, he's also going against the Raiders. No,
1: <laughs> <kidding>. Keenan Allen, <laughs> Justin Herbert, just Joshua Keller. Just, <laughs> Keller. Kelly. Just start everybody. Um, so my tight end started week uh, going into uh, week four. Uh Actually, I heard news about this earlier. I just actually said it. Christian Watson is playing tomorrow, so this could limit yep. his targets. But, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to full send it. I'm still going for it. Luke Musgrave, the rookie tight end mm-hmm. for the Green Bay Packers. This guy had a total of 10.90 points in full PPR last week or on Monday. Sunday, my bad. Uh, against the Saints, they came back, won that game. Uh, he was a reliable target for Jordan Love. This guy was targeted. Give me one second. I have it written down. Eight targets. Eight targets. I don't know why I, I was, like, holding it like a school board. You know, a <laughs> girl not even looking at yeah, it. I was ready it. for class. I was ready for class. Anyway, so he going against the Lions tomorrow against, uh, against, really. Um. So, anyways, he got a total of eight targets. I know news came out saying Christian Watson is going to be playing tomorrow. Uh, I know that's probably going to limit his amount of, you know, targets because, you know, Christian Watson's a really big wide receiver, and he hasn't played that all year,
0: so I'm pretty sure Jordan Love is going to target He's a very touchdown-heavy receiver. Yeah,
1: and I think Jordan Love is going to target him a lot more, but when it comes to tight ends, uh, we talk about all you need is a touchdown or those targets. This guy's more of a target. Uh, same with, I say that with Sam Laporta, more of a target guy. Luke Musgrave is more of a target guy. He got a total of eight last week. I feel mm-hmm. like he can get uh, the same amount, even with Christian Watson playing uh, on Thursday. I still like Luke Musgrave can get a Another eight game target because he was able to catch all of them, and I feel like he could do it again, get that yardage. And look, with tight ends, you always have to f- have like a fifty percent chance of getting a one touchdown. Yeah, it's not guaranteed, but you still have a chance of getting a touchdown. And if he gets a touchdown, it's even better. But right now, I'm looking for more of those targets. I know Christian Watson is playing again, but look, Luke, Luke Musgrave is a reliable target for Jordan Love. I feel like all tight ends should be a reliable target for the QB. You know, a more relaxed one. You would hope, you know, unless you're like Kyle Pitts, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he turned those targets into fifty yards. That was, and so that well, that's what helped him go into double digit. Bro, mm-hmm. you, your guys predicted to get like what eight? Yeah, guess what? Mine's gonna get ten. <laughs> Mine's gonna get ten. I, I guarantee you, he's no, gonna I get think ten.
0: Mine to get like eight or. Nine.
1: And I'm on a hot streak right now, guys. I'm a knock on wood right now. I'm on a hot streak. The last two weeks, I sit as my tight end started the week. Both we'll go number pick up one, Luke
0: Musgrave.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> go pick up Luke Musgrave. I will say this though. Um, going back to Sam Laporta, he is no longer, I feel like, a start of the week candidate for the rest of the year.
0: Really? Off of the one game?
1: After that one game, I would rather have him over Kyle Pitts. I'd rather have him I think
0: you'd rather him. have anybody over Kyle Pitts. I'd
1: rather have him over Pratt
0: Youth. You know what okay, I mean? you We're getting him, a bit better
1: now. Yeah, so, like, I'd rather have him over Hunter Henry. Mm-hmm. So, like, these tight ends, maybe even George Kittle, depending on how he's doing for the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean, George Kittle's
0: doing all right right now. Yeah. He's so
1: bouncing back. He's bouncing back. But, yeah, I feel like at the moment, Sam LaParte is kind of out of the uh, start of the week, and his percentage went up yeah. a lot, so – so, anyway, so Luke Musgrave is my starter week going to week four. Again, he is playing tomorrow, meeting on Thursday night football. So,
0: so little side note as well. Uh, we try to say it every episode because we record on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, you're usually listening to this at some point Thursday, hopefully. Uh, hopefully, you're listening to it before the game. So, if you do have any Thursday night players, make sure you take them out of your flex spots. Yeah. Put them in their dedicated positions. It helps you pivot a bit more if some unforeseen injury was to happen or someone's out.
1: Oh, I just got offered like three trade offers right now. It's crazy. Well,
0: sorry. That's what happens when you're 0 and 3. <laughs> yeah, 100%. They're trying to go I'm low. 3 and 0. One. I haven't gotten a single one. They're trying to go for the low guy. Exactly.
1: What does he need? He needs to win. Let's see what, who we can take from him.
0: What doesn't he need, though? Hmm. You know what? What can I have? i as well just
1: end his season.
0: Sell all his players right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so make sure you take everyone out of your flex spots. Not everyone, but your Thursday night players. Gives you a bit more maneuverability around the week.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh,
0: anything else, I guess, you got to add, way before.
1: before? Um, no, I think that's it. Uh, honestly, what I always say, good luck going into week four. Uh, don't panic yet. If you week, uh, Come around week five is when you should start making moves. If and
0: you're 0-5... Okay. Yeah,
1: definitely start issue. making. But right now, if you're 0 3, there's a lot of other teams. We've seen history of people coming off a losing record in the beginning and making it to the playoffs. So you can still make it to the playoffs. The only reason why I'm saying that is because I'm with you guys in
0: the same belt, those 0 3 people. Look, man, we can, still, we can still make
1: the playoffs, man. Don't worry. We got this. We can do this together. Just listen to me. Look.
0: Just and listen I'm, to the tight end starts of the week.
1: That's it. That's it. Look, all, the, all my other advice I gave you guys today, don't listen to it because I'm 0 3. Listen to everything Jagger said, man. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Actually, go back, replay the episode so we can get more views, first of all. And second of all, so you can just listen to all of Jaggers take again and be like, just you know get what? Past
0: every, way just, every time my
1: voice is there on, on the podcast, just skim over it real quick. I don't <laughs> want to listen to this guy. I'm, he's 0 3. Why am I going to listen to him? What does he know? What does he know? He, he can't even get a win, you know? Exactly. So, anyways, so yeah, so good luck going in week four. Uh, I believe that that's it. I can send us off right now unless you got anything.
0: No, I think that's it. All right.
1: So thank you all for tuning in to the FS Podcast. So this known as Fantasy Sports Podcast. If you guys want to keep it with me and Jagger on F S podcast in general, go ahead and follow our social media account, our Instagram and Twitter accounts can be at the Real FSP. Again, it's gonna be at the Real FSP. Uh, if you guys got any questions for us, go ahead go ahead and then DM us. Also give I forgot to mention, give those a follow. Um, but you can DM us, tweet us, or any of those platforms. You got you can also email, which is in the you guys can email us, which is in the description of the podcast, just like everything else is. And uh also go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's gonna be the FS podcast
0: or the fantasy sports podcast again. So go ahead and subscribe to that. And we're gonna also, try and upload more. Uh I guess I'll take the blame. I had some personal setbacks, so it's kind of uh, We'll get there though. Muddied a little bit of yeah. the plan.
1: But we we'll eventually we'll get there. Um, no, and no matter what kind of platform you guys listen to this podcast on, there's always that plus or that follow button. So go ahead and click that so you guys can get notifications when we upload our next episode. And also, if you're listening on Spotify, what you can do is rate the show. And if you only listen on Apple Podcast, what you can also do is write a review for the show. So go ahead and do that. So go ahead and do that so we can do better for you guys on the next episode. And oh my gosh, I just burped. Again, thank you all for tuning into the FS Podcast. Good luck going into week four. And Jagger, who do you have winning Thursday night?
0: Who plays Thursday night? Packers plays. and Lions.
1: Honestly, probably the Lions. I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna agree with you on that one. I feel like the Lions might take that one. Yeah. So, anyways, good good luck going into week four, and we'll see you guys next week.